0: Is the
1: Working Drummer Podcast. Working Drummer Podcast. Featuring ground-level pros from all styles and regions. Real drummers with real stories about making a living in music.
2: Hey everyone, this is Matthew Krause, and you are listening to the podcast Working Drummer. This week we are reposting an episode from 2017 that I had the pleasure of hosting. We called it the Black Drummers of Nashville Roundtable, and our guests included Derek Phillips, Hubert Payne, Jeremy Robertson, Marcus Finney, and Keo Stroud. We had the opportunity to share this unique perspective from a group of extremely talented musicians who make their living in Nashville, Tennessee. They share stories of resilience and realism in an unpredictable work environment. They've covered many gigs with artists like Hank Williams Jr., Little Big Town, Big & Rich., Kirk Whalem and Chase Rice, just to name a few. These guys also stay very busy in the Nashville session scene. If you're interested in finding out more about this episode and all of the over 250 episodes that we've done here at Working Drummer Podcast, you can find us at workingdrummer.net. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Stitcher iTunes, where you can subscribe to us. You can also follow us and subscribe to us on Spotify. Check us out there. So for those of you that are Patreon members, there's a brand new video on our page that you can access with a couple PDFs, something that I personally put together that was a challenge for me and a lot of fun to do kind of a hand-foot combination thing that I discovered during the shutdown time where we all are spending maybe a little bit more time practicing, and working on some new skills. So if you are a Patreon member, you can access that. If you are interested in becoming a Patreon member and supporting this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash working drummer. Patreon isn't your thing, then we have a PayPal option on our website. You can go there and make a one-time donation. We appreciate everyone's help over the years in keeping this podcast going strong. Reposting an encore edition of this episode is but a small gesture of how we might be an instrument of change, but we believe this conversation is just as relevant now as it was three years ago, and maybe even more so. The podcast Working Drummer stands with our drummers of color and all those in our community who are negatively impacted by systemic racism. We stand with the courageous people fighting for equality, And we stand with the voices calling for change. Reform and the end of racial injustice. Hope you enjoy this Encore episode from 2017 at the Black Drummers of Nashville Roundtable. I have some ideas, I have some questions, I have some... But I... I don't have anything to contribute. The only thing I can relate to is that I play drums. And so this is kind of just a chance for you guys to talk. I just am really relying on you guys to kind of share your unique experience yeah. to this town that we live in that is music city, country music city. All you guys have country gigs, you know, and there's a um, perceived culture about that type of music, about this part of the country, about mm-hmm. this industry.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, Hubert, you brought it up last time we talked that. You know, I think one of the things that I thought was really amazing was you're getting reaction from people that said, you're like me. I see you, but I never considered Nashville, you know, but now I see you up there. And so now it's like, Hey, he's doing it. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Sure. And so that was just one idea I had is your advice, but. Maybe the first thing is just kind of go around so everyone can kind of kind of hear your voice and who you are. So,
4: I'm Jeremy Robertson, um, currently with a
2: uh, out with Chase
4: Rice.
3: Uh, cool.
0: Huber Payne. I'm currently out with
1: Little Big Town. Gotcha. Derek Phillips, drummer for Hank Williams Jr.
5: Mr. Bocephus. And Kier Stroud, drummer for Big Bridge. Anyone else has got some money. <laughs>
1: I got I mean it, 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 it oh, yeah. the same to us all. oh man oh, Finny Finny man. Finny yeah. what, <laughs> Mark you brought on? his <laughs> <granny jacket>. <laughs> <laughs> <And> some notes <laughs> don't live home with I know he can't prepare you gotta give
2: a dissertation you got the fridge you got a powerpoint yeah man I got your rider for all your. Great. Yeah, I uh, Yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah. They didn't have green grapes, man. so oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, So, uh, so everyone's going around, was just saying who they are and get your voice. So you were last here. Awesome. I am Marcus Finney. Awesome. That's all you need, right? That's all I need. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's all you I'm more
2: good. I'm on the script, though. I've <laughs> <Of course, laughs> this video. I'm really awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not- I'm Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. Marcus.
6: I'm <laughs> um, my trumpet person. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
3: dude. You already went in. You already went in. Exactly. I, I already mean. went in. My name is Marcus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What time is it? How long? Okay, 1 minute. 1 minute and 12 finish. seconds. That's how long it took
6: me to mention Trump. do
2: you got <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Dude, I left me when I could you talk more about that Hubert, where we were as far as what you were saying before somebody's reaction to seeing you and saying, "Hey, hmm. I can do this." What, what is Nashville about?
0: Well, oh, man, my personal experience, I've been super blessed uh To come to a point and realize that, man, there aren't people, like, stopping, you know, me from being a part of country music, you know? And I had a lot of friends, like, you know, Keo helped me out and and kind of showed me the ropes. Like, hey, man, if you want want to do this thing, like country music, study the craft and then go hang where people are playing country music. Mm -hmm. And that's totally fine. And, yeah, there's going to be some resistance. But overall, like... What do you mean? My, well, you know, there there are uh, perception issues, mm-hmm. you know? A lot of times people see us, mm-hmm. and they, at first thing they think, you know, <laughs> you play at something in 30 seconds and it's like, oh, that's a, he's a gospel chop, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't really, it doesn't really fit a lot of times in like singer-songwriter situations. Mm-hmm. So, you uh, kind of get a stigma. You know, when, you know, a guy like me, which I shared the last time I was here, I didn't grow up in church. Like my family's Jehovah's Witness, so I don't even I don't even have that kind of skill set. You know, no, nothing either. against it. Me but um, I've heard that before. Oh, oh, dude, I, I saw you at, at Legends, man. You got some sick gospel chops that I'm like, yeah. I, I just laugh. Yeah. But the important part is I understand that, you know. I've been given an opportunity to kind of change perception, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't really bode well for all of us for me to go in and be like, man, why do you feel like I'm playing gospel chops? I'm really not. And I'm just like, no, I'll just continue to learn a craft, respect the genre. And, and I do have a different influence. And at a point that will become like something that separates me, something that someone wants to call me for. But it all goes back to me respecting the, the, The basis of country music first, you know, Mm -hmm. and just being open, man, like um, it was super important for me to be here today to me (laughs) because I feel like I've been a process. I talk about this a lot for this for these moments. Now, Um, I went like I grew up in Detroit, you know, and the only person that I saw that wasn't like African American was like on Saturdays Little League football and then I went to boarding school where I was like the only black guy in class most of the time but that was an amazing like um, it changed my culture and I, and I began to be open like man you know we all had the same issues and we're all trying you know what I mean so it's, it's like that when you get on a bus with a bunch of people that don't look like you you know and it's a lot of guys that I feel like are missing, on, are missing out on opportunities because maybe you're a little, you're, you're not comfortable being around a bunch of people who don't look like you, mm-hmm. who do not share the same interests of, like as you do. And that's a real thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But my thing is like, embrace it. Like I'm open to it now. I'm like, you know, I particularly don't. I don't like baseball. <laughs> I don't like baseball. I don't like. You know, you're wearing you the like, red socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I, I, you block, know, I don't of course. that I mean, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> that's, 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 that's a that's a that's a funny reference. But my point is, you know, there are things that, like, when I wake up in the morning, and I, and I've been on buses with guys, and, and they talk their first ten conversations in the morning, like. No one in my family would stick around for that. No one where I grew up <laughs> mm-hmm. around would stick around for those conversations about maybe it's hunting or, you know, growing up a certain way. It's a different perspective. Yeah. But yeah. I chose to be like, you know what? I'll stick around, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because this is going to add to me. You know, this is going to and, you know, they might not understand where I'm coming from, but they're not closing me off. From yeah. all of us playing music together,
3: mm-hmm. right. right, right, exactly.
0: And, and then when it gets to the music, we kind of see things that you know. There's a lot more common ground there, mm-hmm. you know. And then you can build on that. So, man, if it's for me today, it's huge because I, I want. I know there are guys sitting there, like, man, what's this country thing all about? You know, is it just doom, <laughs> doom, and 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 that didn't seem boring. I mean, at this point in my life, I actually love that. I didn't always feel that way, bro, you know? Yeah. But, like, I, 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 I can remember the conversation I had with Keo, like, it was yesterday. I called him and I said, bro, like, like, do you really like playing country music? He's like, yeah. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, dude, because once you get into it, what you, like, try to dissect and you learn, you respect it. <laughs> you know, and you have a total different appreciation for it because you can't execute it properly if you don't, like, get into it. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think, you know, the only thing attractive about my playing is you can tell I love it. So if I love it, you're going to feel the love, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of took heed to his advice, and, and it's, it's been an amazing journey. I'll say that. Mm. It's been
5: an amazing journey. But, yeah, so that's... I think I was drunk when I said that. Get <laughs> <laughs> you know, that reference right? wow. <laughs> uh, The Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's If you no. eat your first, or last. I never said that. Shake it, I said that. So, Danny,
1: it's interesting because I felt like I came from... I, I came... To the same point, but from a different angle. I grew up in the, on the West Coast. I grew up in California, where it's extremely diverse, mm-hmm. and uh, which I love. And so I, I have friends from all different backgrounds, different ethnic backgrounds. And in my own home, I heard all different types of music. I heard jazz, blues, punk rock, heavy metal, hip hop, electronica, classic rock. I heard it all, and and uh, I'm grateful that my parents and my brothers. <clears throat> were so open to everything and I didn't feel like oh I could only listen to certain music mm-hmm. you know so and and also as it relates to what was on TV like my only exposure to country was like an hour Saturday nights when they played Hee Haw and a Barbara Mandrell show <laughs> but it's like my, my parents didn't turn off saying they don't need to watch that yeah. and they, no they left it on right. and I was like that's cool and plus I did have a little crush on Louise Mandrell, <laughs> by the way. But uh, <laughs> true. But yeah. But so I'm grateful that I had that exposure where it wasn't. She looks the same. Yeah. You. Yeah. My my family. Yeah, I know, right? I know. I met a few years ago. I like, <laughs> um, my family is very inclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't from like when you know, you know, all, all my older brothers and I. We we have relationships with uh, with the opposite sex. We there all we brought all different types of people to the house. <laughs> all yeah. um, I yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> Filipino, Japanese, Indian, Pakistan. I mean, whatever. So, um, so again, that was my growing up. So, I was all in growing up on the West Coast. You have a little apprehension to the South if you don't if you're mm-hmm. not from there. Yeah. So, so I was all I was a little hesitant to even move here because. My thinking, as a way, you know, sometimes it'd be a little elitist. But you think, as a California, you got it all figured out, and wow, you know, we we love everybody. And so my picture of the South was like, you know, Civil War and Confederate flags. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, why well, would I don't want to live there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I'm a little, I have a little aversion to homogeneity, homo- mm-hmm. you know, things of being everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. So whether it's Detroit. Shelbyville, Tennessee, wherever. Like I like diversity just cuz that's what I know. Yeah. So so coming here again, I was a little concerned but you know, but I wasn't against playing country mm-hmm. music. It was just that I just I wanted to I want to do it all. Mm-hmm. And so you know, when I got here and it's, I'm grateful that I've had the opportunities and work with the people I've worked with and uh like like kind of what you're saying, the group thing, like playing with Hank is really cool because from a music perspective, because he definitely has a lot of influence from a bunch of different music. Like for me, it's like playing. I mean, one aspect is like playing a straight up rock gig. One aspect it's like playing an R and B gig, and then I was, and then a straight up country. And so, and it's all about you know. To me, I just I just want to groove. I just love the groove. I mean, whether it's a train beat, right? You know, right. James gatson groove, yeah. Clyde Stubblefield groove, <laughs> you know. Whatever, mm-hmm. Will Calhoun. I mean, I I just like to groove, and so that. So I'm th- thankful that I get to. I don't feel like I'm out of character when I'm playing with when I'm playing country music because I just want to groove like you like you guys were both saying, like just make it feel right. Yeah. That's it, so, but. <clears throat> but the experience, aside from music, is fascinating because, kind of, what you're saying. Like, when I go to a when I'm at a Hank gig, chances are I might be the only black person might. In, in the in a five mile radius, yeah. Yeah, that's right. right? Outside of maybe a few people working the arena, like and me, yeah. yeah, yeah, another black another black drummer at the festival.
2: Right, right. Exactly. It's, like a, it's like a bad exactly. version of Where's Waldo I got right, 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 the audience and right, so there's Keo right exactly can't
5: exactly. <laughs> give me all access pass man so I get to come to shows right as you wow. should exactly. as, you as you should, should. <laughs> as you should Absolutely. <laughs> you doubled, the, you doubled yeah. the population I doubled the population <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally just by being,
2: yeah. Yeah. by being there just by being there
5: but
1: funny. the thing that really checked me is that at first glance, like, you know, shoot, man, at a hand gig, I've seen more Confederate flags in mm. in one place than ever. And mm-hmm. so it really forced me to check me. It's like I, because initially I'm like, man, I, can I really do this? I don't, I'm tired of being the only one. Like, that's, mm. I grew up in the suburbs, man. The chances are I was the only black kid in my class, for bulk of my career, bulk of my schooling. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this sucks, man. I'm tired of being the only one. Why to I be the only one? And then I realized that Maybe I'm here because I might be the only black person they see yes. in person. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so what it's true so so at in first a positive yeah. in a positive <laughs> light. In <Yeah>. a positive <laughs> light. Exactly. Exactly. In a positive <laughs> light, absolutely. So uh, that that is a burden to carry, but but I have to be willing to carry it too. Yeah. And I've had people actually walk up to me like, what's it like? It's like specifically saying that what's it like to be Hank's black drummer? Like I remember dude, we did this one show my first year with him and we had these um, ambient mics that were like right um, right on the stage pointing at the audience so it basically had people's faces almost like vocal mics and I remember we finished playing for about 15-20 minutes and then we take a break and then Hank does his acoustic set so we all glee. so I'm on this high rise behind Hank I stand up so everyone can see me and I will walk down off my horizon and I heard in my ears someone say hey did you see that black drummer up there? <laughs> like, no no it's funny like I mean she probably meant as a compliment yeah, yeah. but even still it's like the fact that that's you know that I have to be cognizant of that I'm like, gonna yeah, get noticed yeah. all the freaking yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah. so oh they're watching they? yeah they're constantly yeah, watching they watch so it. and they went look at him that's Keo." yeah
5: Here, yeah, <laughs> Every German oh, national yeah. isn't me. I'm, I'm, oh, man, now I'm I'm why you
4: know want oh, to yeah. right, right, yeah. And yeah. And yeah. Listen, listen to our first the first when I came You got five key off. if I had all y'all's gigs, the way people talked about him, I thought he was like six foot. <laughs> with, uh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking around like, alright, I'm about to find this big dude It's like, like you a <laughs> mythical figure <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 I'm be, I was I like, oh, he's sure like me
6: That's <laughs> truly the the Yoda, Yoda. Yoda.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's <surface laughs> awesome man.
6: Yeah, I, I mean, we've all heard that, you know, all black drummers look alike I've heard it yeah. twice yeah. by yeah. the same person at totally. Yeah <laughs> 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 at, a, at, a, at a venue that's no longer in existence in Nashville uh, and then and you think that you know you can just um, put a comment like that in a vacuum but then you watch <laughs> you watch the Grammys last night oh yeah uh,
3: and
6: <laughs> you yes. see they honor Shirley Caesar, and show a picture of Shirley
3: <laughs> yeah. oh. what yeah, what? yeah. Oh. and, like, and, and, and Shoot, for all I mean
6: for all and purposes is like you know the the uh African American is like the most diverse in shades yeah, it's like from butterscotch to blue oh
0: Asphalt. the cool, real, real, real cool thing man about what we get to do is like this is how you change that. Yeah, right? yeah. And I exactly. Like when, when exactly. we when we understand the responsibility, and we you know do our thing on the kit. More importantly, do our thing off the kit. Right. to yeah. like, mm-hmm. people, be cordial, yeah. learning the music. You know, just being an easy guy to be around. Yeah. Like these are the things that um that 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 changes the culture. Right. Like yeah. this is the only it's way to do true. it. True. This yeah. is the only way to do it. Right. Because I mean. We make jokes online, and we do that thing, and people exactly. still don't know, man. They don't know. Yeah. So this is the way to do it, you know, and, and, and you know, there were some guys that have opened the door before us, so and I just feel like true. it's the ability mm-hmm. to keep it open. And like, Absolutely. You know? yeah. Yeah. But how do, you, how
2: do you guys, like, keep it from becoming so frustrating because you have to take that extra step we have, to not only be good on stage, but to be, we have a, we have a text <laughs> thread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We a, yes.
1: We have a... Really? One text <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
6: Man, we, I get it, I it out. because like, because, because you know the worst do thing do you can do, right? And, and the worst thing you can do is to go on social media and then exactly. because because I mean and, and and you know I'm I've been guilty of that uh, myself of going online and like posting something and people a can't hear your tone they can't yeah, see yeah, yeah. your. Right, physical, mm-hmm. you know, face and everything, mm-hmm. um, so they can't tell if you're being sarcastic, if you're being serious, if you're angry, mm-hmm. or if you're trying to make a valid point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it is a matter of like, you know, we've all heard things that are just offensive. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've heard it, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and 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 I wish that I could say. I don't hear it anymore. I wish I could say Mm -hmm. I'm not going to hear it again. But the chances are we are going to hear it again. And and so but it's an attitude adjustment for for us to say, as Hubert was saying, like, we have to represent uh, in a certain way. And even when I say represent in a certain way, that immediately just like kind of separates how we handle stuff from how other people handle stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they're, they're, we can't come out and say and correct somebody so so for example if you're in a camp and you are the only black drummer and then you have a fan that says something foul mm-hmm. um, if you were to like lash out at that fan, suddenly you're the angry black guy. Yeah. Yes. And so so you literally have to like take a step back and almost, I hate to say this, but you have to almost let one of your colleagues handle it because if they handle it, then yeah. it's kind of like a, it's uh, the admirable thing to do. For mm-hmm. your colleague like defend mm-hmm. him even mm-hmm. though you yourself are well capable you're a right, right, man. right you can you can handle it but it's yeah. a perception
2: and, and your, your voice is valid
6: in your opinion your, your, your voice is valid in your opinion is yeah. merit but it's the moment you open your mouth That's the right. perception immediately changes so you have to like literally be extremely wise and how you say and what you say, um, how you say certain things, and you can smile. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, I remember I was in um, uh, Utah one time, <laughs> mm. um, and I remember see. walking through uh, uh, backstage. It was it was about twelve people uh, on the way to backstage, and they were they, I think they worked the event. They had some of them had shades on. Two of them were officers and uh, and I walk through and and I try to always give people a blank slate or the benefit of the doubt like right. you know if I speak to you and you don't speak bad maybe you didn't hear me or I try to I try to make excuses instead of jumping to conclusions right. mm-hmm. Um so I spoke and people you know they were sitting down they, they, they seemed apprehensive I was the only black dude in yeah. the whole place again I'm in Utah um, and and I looked at this officer as close as you are to me, mm-hmm. and I said hello, and he just stared at me, and then I said it again,
3: mm-hmm.
6: and he stared at me,
3: mm-hmm.
6: and so I just walked on, and I said, you know, maybe, 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 yeah, he's, maybe he's, maybe he's mute. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe
1: didn't uh, you speak you English. You're you're saying, right? Maybe. maybe
5: in Utah, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you go to Utah, I see
5: what you're saying,
4: though. um i guess it's fair to say I'm—I'm I'm one of the new guys here um, in Utah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> well, all right, so you. it—it <laughs> uh, 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 it, it was definitely difficult for. For me, at first, you know, just like, uh, well, I, I can't say it was difficult. I, I grew up around it from coming from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and we seen a lot of it, like twenty minutes down the road, pillion it's, mm-hmm. At the games, we got called every name there was. Amen. And uh, one of the things that I had to learn is how how to develop uh, thick skin.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And um, with uh, with developing that, you know thing one thing I always stuck out my mom was like man you know your name they can call me whatever they whatever they want to call you you know your name
3: mm-hmm. so, you know
4: and and i and i always i've always taken that and and not let it affect you know my lifestyle or my or or my money yeah you right. know preach um,
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> You know, like you know, dad, military background, whatever the case is. So I, I learned a few things, and I saw, I saw a lot, <clears throat> and I'm still learning. You know, like waking up some mornings and it's on Fox News, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. and uh, I get my coffee and I'm just going, I all right, let me go outside. My shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we wake up in the morning on the bus. Oh yeah. I'm like, what do you have Fox News? <laughs> I know. Oh,
2: no, no, five. no. no
3: <laughs>
4: About so about I mean, about just about seeing here. those things, seeing the veteran flags, you right. know, it's 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 been a, it's been a task, you know, just like, hmm. oh, or, or you know, you walk into place and it's like, oh, I never seen one of
5: them before, and mm-hmm. you like, oh, yeah. looking
4: around like, oh, what's what's cool around here right, right right, that you right, never man. seen before? And I'm, oh, no, that was me. me. <laughs> yeah,
5: we have yeah. a funny yeah. thing on my gig right now, and that's it right now. The past couple of years, everybody thinks that is a drummer, and I'm the drum tech. <laughs> wow.
1: What? <Yes. laughs> or you can call the bouncer. Wow.
5: Or bouncer on so your security. Curious. I was like, security. The yeah. yeah. hell, yeah. The help. The, right. You said, know, for the millionth fucking time, I'm not the band security.
1: <laughs> you said that on Facebook. You posted on Facebook the other day.
5: I'm a coffee maker.
0: <laughs> you know what I think is cold? Really, really awesome that especially you got these guys here because like I'm a fan of all these dudes drum wise. Like I've studied with Derek, go to his house and be like, man, show me what I'm, what am That's I doing? Crazy. Like and, and Mark is like. I've been went to school with Marcus and and, and Keo's amazing and Jeremy is like freaking Michael Jordan on drums. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the awesome thing is, man, w- w- when you fight through these obstacles, now like the culture of drumming in town is changing. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so you got you got Marcus who can like you know play with Lady Annabelle, or he can play with. Uh, you just did. You just did a, a, a what country? gig You just played morning show. Oh, um, I forgot his name.
5: Or Justin Moore, Justin Moore. So, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but he kills that. But he also <laughs> plays like Kurt Whalem and has his own band, right. mm-hmm. and yeah. he can play in twelve eight like crazy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the cool thing is, man, like you know, this the genre is mixing and, and it's becoming more acceptable for other influences. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and yeah, we can talk about you know the culture is a little hard. You kind of mixing things, and some people aren't up to speed. But the awesome thing is, man as far as the art mm-hmm. the city is growing yes. like, yeah. 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 And, 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 and things are changing like guys are being <laughs> able to play on records now yes. like, yeah. Man, yeah. Man. Yeah. exactly, and, right. and like the door is opening mm-hmm. so there's opportunity and like you know whatever your influences are like you know you can kind of incorporate that and that's that's an amazing thing that's how art progresses yeah.
6: he was making a really good point because uh, I, I get excited when you know, cats like Jeremy move to town or a bunch of different musicians, whatever shade you are, mm-hmm. move to town with a different perspective of mm-hmm. music. Not coming to play country per se, yeah. but they're just coming to play music. And it's making Nashville be the music city that it says it is. Yeah. Um, right. And yeah. it's making it be diverse like it says it is. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And um And so you're getting a lot of artists, mainstream country artists, I should say, and producers who are trying, who don't want to play or or Mm -hmm. perpetuate the same old thing. They want to progress. They want to bring in other influences. So you're seeing country music, at least in the last five years, for sure, really change and take a turn. Like, I mean, last night it was a little weird to me, but I... I appreciated the Keith Urban Carrie Underwood performance with the whole like um, sequence drum yeah and like like I appreciated that man and, mm-hmm. and like they they are they are literally trying to be relevant or yeah. they are relevant but right. like as far as um, how country because country is so conservative not politically per se um, it's, it's a very conservative art form where mm-hmm. it's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's keep it like it is. Yeah. Why do this? You know, let's. You know, um, it, has and, fit a yeah, it has to fit. Yeah, it has to fit within these parameters. And and you have producers and artists who are like, bump your parameter, man. Yes. I mean, this is music. Right. You yeah. know what right. I mean? Right. And and like you're, you'll never reach the younger generation who is who are your next uh, soap decades soap of, yeah, of, of consumers. Yeah. If you don't reach them, you're just gonna be playing in pretty much in Vegas. That, you know right. or nursing, not nursing home but <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> right you know it's casino but you know also it is a deal I mean in the years I mean I I guess out of all of you guys here not of all the dudes around but like I've been in Nashville almost 17 years and I've played country music for a living for at least 16 of those mm-hmm. years <clears throat> and I've seen that progression like so mm-hmm. like my first like my first country gig was like a '90s country, yeah, Wade Hayes, and it was like '90s country, you know, which was like the heyday of, of country mm-hmm. music, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And to go, first of all, to get, <laughs> to be able to get that gig is hilarious, one because uh, all the dudes with cowboy hats and start shirts, and me wearing a backwards hat, the fubu shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, cool. awesome. that's hilarious all, yeah. man. Yes. Yeah, man, that is beautiful. <laughs> Man, I want to see
5: pictures of it. I, I actually have one. <laughs> Dude, this is the best, Is a photo of me oh playing with, with those guys in Vegas for the uh, NFR. So my, mm. my, I didn't know the NFR even existed. Mm. So I went there, I, I'm wearing this uh, National Finals oh Rodeo. Uh, and, uh, and it was hilarious because it was like, I, I got basically, I just like, Jumped right into this culture of people I had no idea about, mm-hmm. and everybody was looking at me, me, me weird, and I was looking at them weird. <laughs> 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 but you know what's funny though, that, that, being that being there for that that event it ended up helping my career. in a strangest way, uh, Tony Brown and Tim Dubois had a label called Universal South, which is what Wade was on at that time. And uh, it was a, actually he was doing a duo called McHayes. Um and uh, I didn't want to go to the rodeo. So this, so this guy came to me and was like, well, this guy was talking to me, oh yeah, something happened with our tickets, they got messed up, blah, 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 we don't want to go. And I was like, man, you can have my ticket, I don't, I don't want to go, like, I don't care about the rodeo. <laughs> and this guy said to me, goes, man, he goes, thanks, dude, I really appreciate that. He goes, here's my card, if you ever need anything, you let me know. And I was just like, oh, great. You know, because I'd been in town a year and a half of that, so at that time. And everybody said that, you know, here's, your, here's my card, you know, call me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, thanks, dude, appreciate it, whatever. And uh, I just kind of walked off, and uh, someone was like, man, that was really cool of you to give you know, Tim to buy your, your, your tickets. And I was like, well, you know, he seemed like a nice guy, you know, whatever. He was like, the, he ran the label.
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: and he was cool, and he was, I never hit him up or anything, but every time Universal South had a new artist, or they had some sort of strange thing where somebody couldn't make a gig, they called me. Mm.
3: That's
5: awesome. And I, I, I played. I mean, so like, every. I never got to. I never got to work with Joe Nichols, but I remember him calling me one time. He said, "We can't find Ron Ganaway. Ron went to. Ron went to uh, France to get married. Right? <laughs> wow. And this is pre, or this pre Facebook. <laughs> uh, yeah, my face. S- yeah, my face was around, but you know, but it didn't help. Yeah, wi Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. And and Ron was in an area with no Wi Fi. So, wow. So uh, they were like. He, he just called me he goes hey man um, Joe, Joe May needed to go uh, play drums with this weekend and I was like thanks man I I appreciate like I, I appreciate that guy like always calling me and then like National Star that's how I got the National Star thing he was he put me in for that I mean just and uh, even the Roddy Crow thing mm-hmm. he he vouched for me on that gig and I, and I, I called him about that when I, when I knew that it was a possibility I was like hey man like you know, you know. Years ago, you said <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I
1: didn't Guess
5: what? Guess what? <laughs> yeah. And I'll say another funny story about him in a second. But, uh, but you know, he and he did. He called Roddy and said, "Hey, man, this is this is a good dude to have." But I remember one time I called him up because I was and shit. Just so broke and shit, so broke. And I'm still dumb. You know, I'm still, I'm still I don't I know nothing about <laughs> record labels. I know nothing about. Offices, you know. Only thing I know is like Capitol Records. They have their own big building and all these, you know. You drive up mm-hmm. and you know, you know, Universal South was a small, small label. And I remember I called him up. and I was like, "Hey, man, like, so this drumming thing is kind of weird. Not really working a whole lot. Uh, are you guys hiring the janitors by any chance?" Mm-hmm. Wow. And he just goes, "No." <laughs> and he's like, "What's up, Benny?" He's like, "Oh, man, you know, it's not working." Blah blah. And he's like, "Well, dude, here's the deal." He goes. Longhorns was still around. you guys remember Longhorns? That mm-hmm. yeah, was all yeah, right. Yeah. He goes, we have an account at Longhorns. Just go there and eat there. He goes, if you're hungry, just go eat there. What? He goes, I'll Shh. put your name on our account. Wow. It was super cool. I got fat. <laughs> 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 I'm the town of real skinny guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, but anyway, it was saying that what, what I was really getting to was that being around and seeing the progression of of music and seeing people become more open to not mm-hmm. not just having you know black guys but having the influence of urban music mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah in general yeah. And, and and you know yeah. obviously that starts with the writers mm-hmm. right. uh, and then consumers you know like one of the weirdest things in the world is seeing uh, Colt Ford you know who I actually grew up around mm-hmm. and then also it's weird to see you know Cowboy Troy mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but those dudes are doing something that and they were doing it, especially Troy. He was doing it pre being cool, was having bringing urban music into this country thing, mm-hmm. and it really, you know, people were secret were like closet urban, you know, hip hop fans. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and they didn't oh, you know exactly. like you know, like On bus. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like, and so it's nice to see that influence that those guys have kind of had to open it up for people to know yeah. where you have I mean that you know that Jason Aldean tune which mm-hmm. you know which was written by Colt Ford but right. that was a straight up rap song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The you know what yeah, I mean? Like that was man. you know okay. the straight up yeah. rap tune mm-hmm. that was huge. I mean mm-hmm. it, it's it's, really it's, it's a huge song. It was really beautiful. Yeah. You know and so seeing that the evolution of, of music and, and seeing that once people became open to things and people start taking chances, you know what I mean? Like having hip hop, as they call it <laughs> having <laughs> You know, having Colt Ford's thing Having, you know, and then And then people embracing it And then, like, you know Even now, like, there's some There's some country right now That's, like, straight up, like, R&D mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's some oh, yeah. that's straight oh, yeah. up hip-hop mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then oh, yeah. oh, wow. and, even, and And again, yeah, rock You know yeah, and, yeah. And, if, and if you mm-hmm. really go back to, like, Kanye 20, I'm not Kanye, 20 Kanye Kanye <laughs> And you go
1: back to uh, Kanye. Uh, that is a new act, right <laughs> there. No, yes. be the this. <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> Kanye Twenty. Wow. Well, you know,
5: when you go back to you know Conway Twitty, straight up R and B man, mm-hmm.
1: dude.
5: I'm telling you, like that's you know, straight yeah. up, straight up yeah. R and I,
0: I think it'd be super cool because I, I know Keo personally helped me out a ton with this. But if we talked about technically um, some things that. A lot of cats might not know if they're not, like, kind of in the circle, because, like, as far as tones mm-hmm. approach mm-hmm. to
2: learning songs, because it's yes. a lot different you mean within Nashville? this? You mean within this context? Yes, yeah. Because, yeah. because we have listeners from all over the country yeah. and the world, actually, that are interested and in, especially when I'm hosting because of my connection with Nashville, they're wondering what's going on here in this town mm-hmm. and the buzz that it's had in the last few years. So, yeah, please yeah, yeah. Speak, so, like, speak to that.
0: Like Man, like, I mean, I'll start, but I would love to hear you guys' opinions. Just have to take it home and do it. But uh, personally, man, like, I've noticed, like, the older I'm getting and the more I'm in the culture, and this is like a writer-driven town. Everything mm-hmm. is about playing for the song. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, I mean, it's fun to like watch guys on YouTube and like they tune you tune drums away to make them crack, and it's attractive to watch. Yeah. But. Mm. Playing drums for songs is not just about, oh man, just play the pocket. No, You're it's right. a lot deeper than that. Right. Right. It's, 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 you know, playing longer tones so they, mm. you know, they fit the way that you swing your hi-hats or mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that it captures the energy of the mm-hmm. guitar going, you know what I mean? Yes. And like, I've had a conversation with Keo about like eighth note swing on a hi-hat for hours. Like, this is a normal thing. That's like a part of the culture. So... Uh, I, I know when I was younger, someone would have told me, like, hey, man, play with records and be able to, like, you know, maneuver your field and be yes. able to sit in that mm-hmm. same pocket yeah. and, mm-hmm. and nail that groove. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it's about. With opposed- a messed up
2: knee at the same time. Yeah, point,
0: right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. We're talking about <laughs>
0: right, yeah, right. as, a, as, a, as opposed to maybe, you know. You know, working around a kit. You know, like the cool thing about Jerry, like this, I'm telling you, man, you got to go look at this dude play drums. Yeah, man. Because he'll put a blindfold. He's not looking. It's ridiculous. But, uh, <laughs> but, but when he sits in a pocket, it's not missing anything. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like Ooh. he's still capturing the, the energy because he doesn't just listen to one thing. You mm-hmm. can tell, like, oh, okay, he's got. He listens to rock music and he has an understanding. And Derek too, and Marcus too, man. It's like. um, I, I mean that's what I look for, like that's how I gain chops. I'm like watching and I'm like, okay, how, they're capturing the energy right now and it's mm-hmm. and it's because it's not as simple as like, Oh, it's country music. It's really simple, just mm-hmm. play the part. Right. Doom right. Stop, right. Doom Doom Got Yeah, that's fine, but it's ten dudes in a hallway and everybody's auditioning. Right. <laughs> so like Yeah. So like now when you come in and play Doom Got Doom Doom Got and then hit that diamond at the end of the bridge. Why
5: should you get hired? Yeah. You know what it's, I mean? It's, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and it's like, it's like locking in, man. It's like, you know, it's like before the click, there was the acoustic guitar, if that makes any sense, right? right. Mm-hmm. yeah, right. So the hi hat yeah. like, so your right hand and then the right hand of the mm-hmm. guitar player, be it the singer, mm-hmm. yeah. be, or, or, you know, if you're doing a session, those things, have, they, that's very important. That's where your vibe comes from. Totally. Okay. And then everything else is built around. that. Yeah.
6: Barris talked about that on you know, one of your one of the podcasts you know, know, locking say, in. Yeah. With, the, with the the timbre yeah. is
5: so close. Yeah, so bass, 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 bass. when it's not just, yeah. it, it, no. it can get really. You know, messy. And then and then it goes from there. You notice know, that so it goes from that, and then you have the bass, right? You know, so like so, just think think about like the origin of the music, right? Started with a guitar, right? Singer songwriter, right? And then the next thing they added was probably maybe a banjo or maybe a bass guitar, you know. So then the next important thing is the bass. You know what I mean? So you have those two things Mm -hmm. happening. And then the next thing is the backbeat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then that's, you know, it's not so it's the third best, you know, important thing, but think about building the groove. You're going, you know, if they're doing a thing and then you're doing a thing and then the bass comes in, you got locked in with the bass Mm -hmm. and then the snare will lock everybody else in because they'll be hearing, like listen for the acoustic guitar and the snare drum going two and four. Mm-hmm. you know yeah, what I mean yeah, mm-hmm. and then the side stick is also very important because it's yeah the to have. <laughs> you know what I mean um, and it's like it's and you know those things are you know that's just building a groove and then building within playing with a band also and then you know and now we have loops you know so mm-hmm. and so now that's a new thing you know is everybody's got you got that, so you got to lock into that now,
2: mm-hmm. but you
5: still got to make it feel good. Right. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Space. It's, it's more yeah. than just... Well, Jeremy, space. what were you going to say about that?
5: Uh, well, I was going to elaborate on that uh, a
4: little bit. Uh, it's, it's, it's about space. When well, you, know, you got stuff that's track-driven like that, and then, you know, I've, I've, I've read into some people, like, well, it's just, like, a lot of stuff in the track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. like where are you my <laughs> <Where are laughs> <fitness>? like double <laughs> <You> trying to <laughs> So you know, I mean so you gotta figure you have to figure it out. Like, okay, um I need to lay down this groove, but you know, it's, it's no need for me to play thirty second notes on hi hat. You know <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's no need for me to play that and so I just like I leave it there.
3: Leave mm-hmm. it
4: there, leave it simple. Quarter mm-hmm. note. Or yep. or if it's just like if it's if it's some other stuff like a uh, um, little well, ambiance going on in the background whatever the case it is and it's a certain part of the song I'm open a hi hat but right, it's still so gonna be quarters you know yeah. mm-hmm. but it's it just it's about giving it that space mm-hmm. you know yeah, right. and if it, if you do something different you know you know maybe uh, an or e on the kick drum mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but other than that you still have have the same groove
3: yeah
6: Jeremy is making a really good point because it's, like the whole space thing mm-hmm. we a lot of time as drummers. We play for each other. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and, and
6: which piggybacks off of what Hubert is saying, play the song. The times, uh, and Keo has done this too, the times we've worked in the studio with Kev Moe, Kev is a huge... Oh, a stickler. Man. Because, uh, like, I mean, it's a couple different points. I mean, sound, um, groove, and the song. He, his motto is, don't step on the money. <laughs> don't step on the money. Yeah. Exactly. Um, in other words, if you're listening to the melody, whether it's instrumental or vocal, because mm-hmm. sometimes in jazz we we think that oh, I can get away with anything. It's like yeah, mm. yes and no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. um, but like, don't step on the melody. It's like if the melody is happening, why do you feel the need to write?
1: <laughs> so like, yeah, we're, we're accompanists. Yeah, we yeah, should it be we're accompanying. A yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so
6: like your your pattern, uh, going back to it, like a backbeat groove, your pattern should not interfere with the melody. So it takes it requires a lot of listening intently mm-hmm. yeah. to what's happening. And then when you go and listen to your favorite recordings mm. um, and, you, mm. and you play along with them, listen to the hi-hat pattern mm-hmm. and listen to the kick pattern and listen to the repetition of it and listen to what patterns used in a verse, pre-chorus, exactly. chorus, exactly. bridge, vamp. It's, it's like or the, night, or the
2: or the second verse, the second or, verse, yeah, or, yeah. or, yeah. Yeah. or like, the last or
6: chorus, s- stick, or snare, like yeah. Nightfly, uh, Donald Fagen. <clears throat> listen to, um, when you listen to Jeff Porcaro's kick pattern mm-hmm. uh, in half of the verse and then the other half of the verse, he goes opposite what the bass is doing. Wow. And when we did one of those loud jams mm-hmm. a few years ago, that was a song that was that I learned, and man, that thing like completely spun my head backwards because a lot of times, even with some of my students, they hear the bass part and they just automatically go with that, mm-hmm. and and, and mm-hmm. not realizing mm-hmm. that the kick pattern is not doing that all the time. The kick pattern may be just doing one and three while the bass player is pushing Pushing here and there. And the hi-hat pattern, it's not random 16th, like, it's not random when it's happening. And Kev, like, you know, again, Mm -hmm. he really schooled me on that. Um, Like, he would come out and he would say, all right, play this pattern. He would sing it to me and I would play it and then he would go in the booth Start the track. Listen eight bars. Come back out. say, no, no, no. I don't like that. Um, let's do this. And then, <laughs> and then if you're not careful, man. You'll think yeah. that you, you can't play you drums. Play oh yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I I just, I, just, I was, a, I, <laughs> I, was you, I was there. I thought <laughs> I, thought I uh, you, know, you feel like you feel like that. You know that church member who was a deacon or a choir member. said like, hey, you play drums? No. What well, you do today? He's like, uh,
3: okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but,
6: but but Kev, it, like he's very spe- and I have a and I'm going out with yeah I've been on yeah that. No, <laughs> I can't
3: well, wait he's, <laughs> he's,
6: he's, Apparently he's he's even he's told me he's like you know I'm gonna be on my best behavior. It's Taj that that you gonna have to. Oh, yeah. So I'm like sweating like yeah, crazy. Yeah. But, but but the the point is is like um, that's like pattern and groove. Don't step on the song. And then mm-hmm. as you were saying, Hubert tone long tone short tone mm-hmm. like. Duration and, of and notes. Man. Dur- duration of notes. Like um if it's a faster song, why would you have a Tom that lasts sustained for five seconds? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like we're we're all, we're almost in the bridge and your tom is still sustained. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and and,
4: and granted,
6: I love long sustains uh, because right? I can fix that. Yeah. I don't like drums that choke, but like yeah. you yeah. can you can moon
2: gel or whatever gaff. Um, and you can do that in the studio, but in a live, in the live situation. In a live situation,
6: you just kind of default to like kind of yeah. dampening, at, at least for me, yeah. um, to dampen what you can, particularly on the bottom head, but also getting out some overtones on the top. If you can tune it out, great, but, um, but it saves a sound engineer from having to gate. Uh, Especially if you're playing dynamic. Oh, I know, uh, yeah. Uh, If you're playing, like, if you're power driving, then whatever, yeah. 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 But the snare tone, like, is your snare, is it sitting in the way of where the vocal timbre is? Mm. Uh, Is it sitting in the way of (laughs) another, another, (laughs) is it sitting in the way of another consonant? Uh, or your kick right, drum, is your kick, kick drum track. tuned in a way
1: where yeah, it's... It's just fighting another pitch. The bass, right. yeah. yeah.
6: And, and then even your fills, man. Like mm-hmm. the gig I did over the weekend yeah. with Kurt, actually. Um, you know, I was trying to be really intent on changing how I'm approaching all of this stuff. And, mm. um, and so I'm listening to the guitar. We got two keyboard players on, on that gig this weekend. Um, and we had two different bass players, two different nights. And the way the second bass player played was way different than our normal guy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it forced me to like change my direction because he, he was a little more, um, I don't want to say aggressive, but he was busier um, on, in what he was playing. So mm-hmm. I had to literally adjust certain kick patterns, like where I would just drop one. <laughs> and and maybe just one. I got
1: the one. You got the rest. <laughs> <laughs> and,
6: and, and, and you know, sometimes you can you can kind of anticipate. You know, that that uh, friend of mine um calls them happy jacks. You can you, you can jacks. you can anticipate oh, when a happy jack is going to like do a fill. So you like, yeah. so you're like you just leave it. Yes, later for down. him or for her. Like go ahead yeah, or. Weird. Or, or you're listening to the ends of phrases in, mm-hmm. in a song vocally, yeah. are they singing a pickup into the next part? Yep. Yeah. So if they're sing, if they're singing a pickup, do you feel, or mm. what kind of feel do you do? Right. Is it, right. Is, it, is it something like a Ricky Lawson feel like mm. on I Will Always Love You, mm. right before she does that modulation, he just, boom! Yeah. That's, That's
1: all you need. Greatest yeah. feel ever. Yeah. All you need. Greatest
6: feel ever. So those things... Um, Uh, really, and and, and you can only really learn that stuff both from experience and definitely by listening. Because the listening listening piece is like, this this is your most important instrument, your ear, and and I've told my students this, you can have, and then you can also have all of the music knowledge in the world, but if you don't have wisdom, um, to know when to where, shoot, to, where where to apply, and yeah. and so you think of your hands as the knowledge because that's all your chops right there, mm-hmm. uh-huh. your your knowledge. But your ear is your wisdom,
3: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so
6: when you let your ear tell, when you let your ear dictate when you use your knowledge, yes. that's, so good. that's that's you that's know so good. that's kind of like what it, what it's all about. You know, yeah, sort of
0: like. I, I think it'd be cool to share, man. I know. Like, I've, I've heard Marcus probably tell me that when I was younger. And I'm like, all right, okay, now what? And I think where I would get stuck a lot of times is like, well, if I haven't been listening to, like, say, country music or a lot of singer-songwriter stuff, like, what guys can I go back and listen to that are applicable to what I'm doing right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's super important. And and it's you know,
2: not always country.
0: Right, it's not oh, always country. It, 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 it just, it's just, it's like finding the right street of, like, okay this is giving me something that I can use right now and it's making me excited about it because I mean if you can work to find stuff you're excited about like I always talk about I'm excited about Aaron Sterling Mm. because Mm. me living here in Nashville is a fool like when I'm sitting in the studio (laughs) with with LBT and and they'll bring in like you know just singer-songwriter demos it's like guitar yeah Mm -hmm. and immediately like the the grooves that come in my head are probably something I heard Aaron play,
3: mm-hmm. or yeah. you know
0: mm-hmm. Steve Jordan, and those mm-hmm. are typical guys. But I would love to hear you know what what you what can you know what makes your guys' toolbox you know that mm-hmm. for applicable
1: chops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, yeah. For, well, once, for, for working oh, in Nashville, right? Yeah. Work, yeah. Well, one thing, I mean, I remember talking to my student about this for a while, but I'm uh, talking about the economy of notes, and that, like knowing kind of. I mean, Finny pretty much alluded to it, but like. No, okay, if if the if the guitar is playing you don't need to go, man. Like you saw like, right? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah, the grid has already been laid, so that's what I'm saying. So if I'm, if I'm my groove is there, my fill Eighth notes, yeah, yeah not uh, the eighth oh. notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So yeah. if the grid is eighth notes, I'm on eighth notes. Yeah, it's oh, good. That's good. Yeah. If, if the grid is 60 notes, then I can go six and I'll do eighth notes. To, yeah, and then I can do 60 notes. And there's always exceptions. Like I, I was, that's funny. When you said Picaro, it made me think of the Purdy Shuffle, mm-hmm. where like all those grooves you played on, everything's wide open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, uh, dude, that's I'm but the music allows for that All right Allows for that So right. sometimes you have exceptions Where you're allowed to Fill in Rosanna. I mean, the list goes on. Where you're allowed to fill up that space, where it's required of the drummer to be, you now become part of the harmony, basically. Right but now, if the guitar is going to, to ch- t- ch- t- no, yeah, then it's yeah. <laughs> yeah but but yeah, those songs yeah, exactly.
6: typically sometimes are built on the
1: drummer. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
6: so, yeah. so like right those now. are different exceptions as well. Yeah, absolutely, so that, that's a
0: great, that's a great point, Marcus. Because most of the songs that even recently that I've recorded. It's not like, hey man, play a dope drum groove. We're gonna write to it. Right, right. And in Nashville, they are getting writer sessions, and exactly. it's a guitar or a piano, nice. and people write them. again. Right. It starts that. there, it's okay. it's so and it has to
1: remain there. Yeah, even
0: yeah. after you already play. And once you look at the guys, like just even from a business perspective, I want to know who are the guys getting the calls to record all the time. Mm-hmm. So I look at those guys, and I'm like, well, what's special? Like, where, where's the beauty? And like when I look at Nick Buddha. He always has something to, cool to say in eighth notes. Mm-hmm. His feel is great, yeah. Mm-hmm. But in eighth notes, he act near. Mm-hmm. Near has yeah. something cool to say in every subdivision, and he does whatever he wants because yeah. he's near.
2: But, <laughs> right. yeah. but like you know,
0: Chris, they all, McHugh, they always play like the right mm-hmm. stuff. Morrow, yeah. they play yeah. the right stuff. Great feel, but when they phrase, is never too much. And it's mm-hmm. it's most of the time it's crafty eighth note eighth notes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
1: It's, 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 exactly. You
4: know, it's the thing you know, about that space, man. Like, you know, I, I say it all the time. It's one. Of, like, I tell people this all the time when I get laughed at. Like, it's one of the hardest lessons I learned when I was younger. Um, I had a chance to play like uh, this big guy around our town. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody knew him. That's like Skip Pearson, like jazz ambassador, like the, the music guru, basically. And um, man, I, I learned so much from that one gig. Like just being on that gig, I got the happy feet. <laughs> <Get excited. laughs> you know what i mean i was like i'm on this gig whatever the case is and everybody out there you know i was you know laying in there first and then it's like you know y- you get excited
3: mm-hmm.
4: and i'm young and you know there's this part coming up in the song and i'm just you
3: know
4: and he looked back and was playing his horn and i was like oh whoops." He loved that. that yeah, was, right. I was doing some of that. I was like, y'all saw it. I knew y'all saw it. So I mean, but <laughs> at the end of the song, he came back there to me. He was like, "Hey man, that was, that was pretty good." And I was like, "Thank you." He's like, "That's the best thing you'll never play again." <laughs> oh,
0: that's the best thing you'll never play again. That's that's great
4: advice. for good. the rest of the gig, I was just like. I, I, I kept it simple, man. That's, that's it, man. You know, you yeah, gotta learn how to kiss. Learn how to kiss. That's you true. Learn right?
5: how to yeah, kiss. Yeah, I grew up playing, you know, like dance music. Like I played in my mm-hmm. dance, like R and B bands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole deal was that people want to dance. Yes. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, that's my approach into what I do now. I mean, especially with the B gig, it's like it's all it's dance music. It's four on the floor two and four no yeah. one cares about anything exactly. else exactly yeah. like the, mm-hmm. the only thing John and Kenny wants me to drive Dr- drums right up their ass mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I mean it's, and that's just it I mean and, and even like even this like studio stuff that I've done it's kind of the same thing like you know you can, you can get a little musical with it and be, mm-hmm. be a little fun like you know Rodney's stuff and yeah. you know, some stuff you do with care but for most part it's just is wanting people to feel something, you know, you yeah. want people to feel what you're feeling, yeah. He laid really? it
6: down, too, yeah. by
0: the
5: way, yeah.
6: last week. Both of these Dude, I, dudes I,
0: laid it down. I, I, would, love, I, I would love, I'm being selfish right now, but I would love <laughs> Keo to hear Keo talk more about. Um, you know, it, it's one thing to play a groove, it's another thing to drive the band, yeah. and this is not mm-hmm. applicable in every situation, yeah. but like on Jeremy's gig, you that's what the gig is, yeah. yeah. So it's not just like Oh, it's just this is the beat, Duke. Mm-hmm. Duke. It's like, like Keo plays with like a wheel. It's the energy. It's the energy. It's, 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 like, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's love this moving a, air, moving it's air. A force. It's, it's, yeah. like, it's not it's a volume; a, it's just it's a like moving a air.
5: Hurting catch. Right, Dude. Dude. you and me both. You gotta speak bro
1: not just your people, but as
5: Come on, in broad terms. Bro. The funny thing is, you know. I think as a as a drummer you have you have all these different you have you know four limbs right and you're able to place them anywhere you can right mm-hmm. so and a couple things can happen the ba- the band will eventually play to you or you'll eventually play to the band and then slowly get them to play to you mm-hmm. 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 so example you're Hubert's <laughs> getting I, I did that gig for a hot second. <clears throat> <laughs> and, and, and honestly, it was my own fault that I'm not there anymore. Uh, but I did that. I you know, I did that gig, and one of the things for me, from coming from playing Rodney Crowell, was he's a singer songwriter, yeah. right? So he is he is the groove. Yeah. I'm not the yeah. groove. He's the mm-hmm. groove. Yeah. So I would go. I would go with him, and we had you know, in great players on that gig. You know, it was Michael Rhodes. You had, you know yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 You had Will Kimber, you had you also had Jes, you know, all these yeah. th- you know, all you these great guys in a band, but everybody kind of felt things a little differently, you know. Yeah. And then there was me, you know. <laughs> Weird guy that shouldn't have been there. But anyway, but <laughs> no, as the plan, you know, like my my right hand would go with Rodney, you know, to get comfortable. And then I would find my kick drum kinda of going with Michael a little bit, you know, and then I would find the snare drum basically kind of sitting somewhere between the two guitar players right which made for kind of a weird thing but my ears instead so I because I would start a certain way and then I would kind of adjust my groove mm. to go with those guys so where we're locking in they hear me and then I would bring it back to being to where I was mm. if that makes any sense mm, yeah and, it yeah, you know what and, mean? and yeah. so that was one yeah. of the things that I did on that that gig that was not really accepted, but it's fine Maybe. <laughs> because that's what I need. You know, I You know, they, they wanted a certain they a certain thing, and I, and I wasn't doing that. Yeah. And but you know when so in the, and the to me like the vocal is key. You know what I mean? So like the vocal, they go like even on the on the beginners Like if John and Kenny are rushing, I go with them. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to click off. I go with them, mm-hmm. and then when we get to that point where everybody when I feel like everybody's listening and we're comfortable and we need to get back to that get back to that space. Mm-hmm. You bring it back yeah, back, yeah, and then you hit the click. And if you're on, it stays on. And if you don't, you just keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. Whatever.
2: I think every situation has its own personality. I mean, it does. Every gig, yeah. you're going to have to like know: do they want me to drive the bus? Do mm-hmm. they need me to stay on? Are they going to come yeah. to me? Do yeah. I yeah. shut the click off? And yeah. the guy that writes the check, I follow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. So yeah. how do you but make those questions? Yeah, and you have to
5: be that chameleon. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. In yeah. doing you know, and <laughs> doing that, you know, it's like it's all about the groove because Mm. you gotta make it you gotta make it feel good no matter what you do you gotta make it feel good if you're chasing people around which you know because in my opinion there's nothing worse than hearing music fight Mm. Mm. (laughs) totally you know what I mean like there's 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 really the only reason why music fights two reasons one you're horrible And two your ego yeah
3: exactly Mm -hmm.
5: right so if I'm playing a song with some guys and they are obviously wrong and I'm right I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if I'm playing, some, if I'm doing something and, the, and say the singer jumps a beat, then, you know, like it's like saying Willie Nelson play. As a <laughs> no, band, really. we, gotta, we gotta jump with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make that person like a fool. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. You gotta go out and do it. And so, and then, while I'm doing that, you gotta play the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what nice. I mean? So it's like, because I think, well, I think what people forget about a whole thing is that, Especially like we're talking about the YouTube drums and stuff like that. Real life experience is so important no because much. anybody can learn a song, <clears throat> but there's only about maybe 400 drummers I know that can learn a show.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. And 400 drummers sounds like a lot, but mm-hmm. not in this world. No, right? now. true. Man, that's good uh, at all, true. brother. That's true, really man. Bad. That's all. It's interesting, <laughs> <same> with yeah, with <laughs> You know what I mean? No,
1: I'm, I'm done now. Well, yeah, that's funny because when you said. I think our gigs are very similar because oh, yeah. with Hank, I don't have a click. There's no, <laughs> <least>. <laughs> for obvious reasons. And so my, and, and it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because when I first got the gig and that rehearsal, we rehearsed for three days. Hank didn't show up at all, and we would finish a song and the band would say, "Man, that sounds great," but you know it's going to be different when Hank shows oh, up. Oh yeah. After every song and they were right, and I was like, and it took me about six months to kind of figure it out mm-hmm. because because again, my first instinct was to acquiesce to Hank and they follow follow Hank. But my job is not to follow Hank. My job is to let Hank look like he's leading, and then translate that to the rest of the band. That's my real job. So I let Hank lead. So when he's on guitar, he starts a lot of songs. He puts it where he wants it, and then I go with him. But then I I settle the groove where it's supposed to be, and then trans translate that to the rest of the band. So that's so it so it took me a little while to figure that out all out, but I, I feel like I finally got to a place where I I. I can, I can execute that mm-hmm. pretty regularly. And sometimes it's different, especially with Hay, because every night is a different night, because like sometimes we'll, he'll, he'll get on guitar and he'll start like, walk this way, and we'll start playing walk this way. It might last five seconds, it might last five minutes. He might sing a verse. He might pass souls around, and not say a word. Yeah. So, but it's and so and that's good. thing they said you have to be able to read his mind. I was like, how am I going to read this dude's mind? And so that's the thing. I read. I read his body movement. I I, mm-hmm. I take in what his attitude was before he got on stage. Mm-hmm. Was he in a yeah. good mood? Was he in a bad mood? Yeah. Are there pretty women in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> you know, did he go hunting earlier that day? Like, all that all that yeah. stuff matters, yeah. man. It plays a part. So so then I know, so, so I can leave. gauge. Yeah. So I'm constantly. Kind of following him around and, and monitoring, okay, where is he at, right? Is the sound, if the sound is whack, okay, and he's going to, he might rush a little more. Yeah. You know, a little stuff like that. Guys got to take inventory about what's happening in real time in the moment. And then, again, translate that and then give that to the rest I, of the audience. I
4: think that's, um, it, it can be tough, especially trying to learn the artists. Like, you know, yeah. like, like you go back to say, or whatever the case is, in right. my situation, it's football right
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: it's yeah, T-Ball yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean right. so I already know there's going to be some a little bit of aggression on the stage you know I mean? something's going to happen or well, that one person out there that really didn't know his song okay, wasn't sang it. there's going to be some aggression right? yeah. you know. Yeah. so I mean it's just like you just got to be able to read them and, yes. and that's the hard thing to do it's uh, trying to read them and you know he might feel like doing this song, he might not feel like doing this song, yeah. and then it might be at the end of this song. He tell you skip three songs down. Yeah, I but, you know, right? You like oh, you yeah. gotta be like oh, whatever, yeah. whatever you gotta exactly. do to, to get there. So it's, it's about paying, like paying attention, right. listening.
5: Mm. And It's about you know it's really silly. It's when you go because I'm a weird heady dude like that knowing their influences yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And that true. helps you know it helps she you where know to go and it's yeah. and with this whole thing that we're talking about we're all like from different you know uh, parts of the world and you know all that fun stuff and it's, it's funny because like you you may not you know Hubert may not have known a Merle Haggard song or you may not have known even a Hank Jr. song at mm-hmm. some point in time you know what I mean or, right. or whatever you know whatever mm-hmm. songs you know whoever and it's funny to be able to get into that headspace And learn how, like, you know, learning what their influences are will help you Mm -hmm. on your gig. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and and I,
0: I I, I would, you know, I would be mad at myself if I didn't mention this. Uh, The benefit to all of these things that this is so fun for me to hear, like different perspectives from different drummers, you know, that are killer players but are also killer dudes as people. Like, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of kids at this table that are getting fed. In Nashville True Because we have a lot of babies Playing (laughs) Playing playing music That we may not have You know But playing music That we may not have Known about Growing up And being open To a certain culture And then taking responsibility And not reacting A certain way When Mm -hmm. you're the only one Mm -hmm. Like there are benefits Like Man, like crazy benefits. Like, I, I'm super blessed to take care of my family. I got a ton of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. And, you know, you know, yeah. and, and my wife. But, but yeah, man, I, I think it's important to mention that, like, the cool thing about Nashville is the way that we tour here most of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a lot of weekends. We don't go out for, like, months at a time. You know, mm-hmm. and, and this conducive to having a family. Like I know Dery has a family and he's married wife and Marcus is, is married and kids. And like it can't happen, you know, True. if you have like a bigger picture mindset and you're OK with like being around people who don't look like you and, 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 exactly. and taking mm-hmm. things in and being more receptive mm-hmm. and listening mm-hmm. and, and like growing and not publishing, not publishing yourself is like. I worked on music up until like 20, and now I'm about to assault the world. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, right, no, yeah. like, right, like it's a learning curve, and it's okay. Like, call your mm-hmm. buddies, like iron sharpens iron, and when you grow, you get more opportunities, and like, and you can make things happen, and the door is open. It is not it's not easy, but the door is is open.
2: You feel like the door is open more now than it was ten years Big ago. Time. Yeah, no doubt. Big time. Yeah.
0: No doubt. I mean so, just look
2: at just look yeah, at the yeah.
6: population of uh, <laughs> you know, African American drummers. Um, and that's what I'm going, going talking about. back going back sure. to like J. D. Blair. Yeah. yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I uh, Chuck
5: Yeah, Chuck. The first mm. guy one of the first two is a guy named Bobby Daniels. Nobody talks about him because he killed his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Morbid. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, sorry. He, he was he played drums for uh, uh, King Kane Rogers. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 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 And he just kinda snapped. But uh yeah, I mean you know, when I moved to town, uh, J D had the had the had the hot gig. Right. Yeah. You know, and he had, he, he had several hot gigs he did right. while I love it. And I you know, and I reached you know I reached out to him many years ago when I met him in high school and he was totally cool. Uh, big part part of why I'm here. Uh, him then he had Chuck Fields, that was with Terry Clark mm-hmm. uh, he was right. a, you know he was a he was a big and dude Chuck. and then Myron who's mm-hmm. will show up in about two hours <laughs> <laughs> uh, Myron, right. Myron and I both kind of sort of I mean I, you know he was he he had the Jake gig when I was in a bunch of different things and he, he you know he's been with Jake for ages uh now and he was kind of one of the guys happening and then I remember the she had the uh, Eric Hedley gig mm-hmm. from yeah. Tomlinson yeah. you know and then but you know I remember one of my first gigs and excuse the language but it's a funny real funny story you already been cussing with you
1: uh, you already, 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 already been cussing <laughs> you remember <laughs> <laughs> that that is an hour. Hour. <laughs> I was out of now that is the fucking
5: explicit no. on the side they all go on there they all go <laughs> there anyway you should have seen the last hey man that's what I did with him Uh, But you know We played Myrtle Myrtle Beach This place called The Beach Wagon Right Oh wow And you know It's what what it is I'm 21 I think I guess at the time And I finished Playing a gig And this lady Comes to me And she says You guys are awesome I was like Thank you And she's holding my hand She's probably eh, 45 46 Uh, And uh, she's like Me and my friends Just wondering What's your nationality And I said Oh, this is great! A German, Irish, Indian, and black. She goes, "I thought you were nigger." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I said to her, "I said the end, oh. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, and she went on, on and on and on. And then, Nigeria. But she was being actually, she was being really sweet. I know it sounds really dumb, right? No, she was just, she just, that was just the worst. She didn't know, she didn't know any better, yeah, yeah. And you know. What I mean? And so, it, and that's you know, sixteen years ago now, right? Yeah. And I couldn't have pissed oh, that
3: long ago. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, right. And you know, it you know, was like funny because back, back right. in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. So the you know the funny thing about it was like you know I totally could have been pissed about it. You know, I could have hit her in the face yeah. or yeah, you know yeah. right. done really think about it. But I just said, ah, thanks, and I really appreciate it. And Then she pulled me off on her daughter. Oh, um, was a whole other story.
6: <laughs> she was like, there's a there's a long term game. Right, right. Exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> I know but, I gained
5: some. Yeah. But, you know, what I guess what I'm saying with it is that it's, it, uh, the fans, as well as people that hire you, are being more accepted to what's happening with, with you know, the genre growing uh, within people. You know what I mean? Having, you know... Black guys play drums, black right. bass players. Yeah. Uh, yeah. black guitar player, Tyrone. Right. Yeah. Uno McKeel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Akeel. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Now, yeah. that's, that's right. Yeah. So you know, it's like you have you have that where people are more acceptable to it. Uh, people are actually seeing talent for talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm you know what I mean yeah. uh, Even mm-hmm. You know Even It goes as far as Being skinny and fat mm-hmm. You know That's mm-hmm. uh, nice. <laughs> Me You know uh, I know it's funny That
1: know. table looks Much
5: That I mean, was <laughs> <laughs> much Better on TV And I see The side of the table
1: Get out of yeah. Pound for pound, pound, for pound. pound are, uh, way better than you get. Uh, and we weigh the same as the three of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, well, I maybe mean, we could have a different
2: round table. <laughs> round table with a lazy citizen. Uh, hey, it. you guys don't want those brownies? <laughs> So where do you go to find a treasure trove of information about vintage drums, custom drums, and legendary drummers? NotSoModernDrummer.com Since 1988, Drummer is an institution dedicated to researching and documenting the history of modern drums, the art of drum building, and the legendary drummers who play them. The writers and contributors are some of the top vintage and custom drum experts from around the world. Not-So-Modern Drummer serves as an online gathering place and marketplace for the worldwide community of drummers who buy and sell, collect, preserve, and play these instruments. It also hosts drum-related events that are attended by drummers from all over the world. This website is easy and fun to explore, and the monthly digital magazine subscription is free. So check out notsomoderndrummer.com.
6: I moved here in 99 uh, to go to MTSU, and... Uh, It's funny, like, even, like, when I got to MTSU, coming from Memphis, I went to, ironic as it sounds, I mean, the school, the high school and junior high school that I went to was extremely diverse. And I didn't grow up in the black neighborhood, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, in in, in Memphis. So, my experience in Memphis is what you would think it would be like in California, uh, or, or up in the north, because... I, my school was literally fifty-fifty diverse. It was perform, performing arts junior high where you had to audition and you had to maintain a certain GPA. Same thing with high school. You had to audition and maintain a certain GPA. And there was a camaraderie of like you know, uh, 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 challenging each other and, and um, healthy competition. And um, half the line, half the drum line was black, half was white. You know, and and but nobody and matter of fact we joked about stuff like that because it was kind of like yeah we know this is like a hot topic but that's why it's funny because it's yeah. a hot topic because we are kind of like cut off to like the um the harshness or the um how rude maybe it, it's perceived and then i get to mtsu and i'm on a drum line and it's only three of us uh three of us i should say black three black drummers um and I'm on snare. Now, I'm the only black snare drummer out of nine or 11 of us. It was an odd number. And because I played drum set more than yeah. drum line, some of my <laughs> rudiments would swing. Yeah. And I didn't, but I didn't know it. Yeah. And so they would be like, man, stop swinging. You're swinging your, you know, your flam taps or whatever. Mm. I'm not swinging. I'm not swinging. So I didn't What's get... What's a flam tap? Right. <laughs> Right, because again, in high school, we all played kind of the same.
1: Yeah, you know. So, yeah, 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 I, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I
6: get to this. I get to this particular line, and most of us were actually freshmen when I got there, and some of a lot of those guys came from the same high school. So I'm the oddball out, and so I kind of got a little bit of grief, and then uh, during band camp, and then once we got access to the practice room, the drum set practice room. I would go in there and that was kind of my outlet Mm-hmm. For for being frustrated, the same room that you teach right. out of, <laughs> right. If right? I think they may still have my Pisces four hundred. Yes, they do. You, symbols. I've been on Amazon. Like yeah, but, <laughs> I left them there, man. You know, I don't want these more. But anyway, um, I would go in there and I would vent, and I had a C. You remember CD players? Oh, <laughs> I, had a, I had a CD player of uh, Dave Buckle's Synergy record, yeah. Yeah. and and yeah. I would literally shed to that just to like get it out and like. And I remember, um, I felt like somebody was looking at me, and it had like a narrow window right, right, right in the right. door. Yeah. And I'm playing, and I look, and I see a head kind of peeping in there. And so I was like, whatever, kept playing. And I look, and it's like a set of eyes, another set of eyes. <laughs> Still playing. I kid you not. When I turned around, there were five guys from the from the drum line standing. They opened. They came in. <laughs> yeah, I didn't right. know it and, it, and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. But suddenly, it was like, now I have respect. Oh, yeah. yeah, because mm-hmm. they heard what I was doing on the kit. Yeah, and and so fast forward, you know, I I, I would go down <coughs> to Third and Lindsay and I would try to sit in. And mm-hmm. I remember. Um, Asking one of the guys Who shall name, remain nameless uh, <laughs> If I could sit in And he said Well, you know Maybe maybe, maybe next time I was like, okay, cool Next week And went down there Now, granted I'm driving From Murfreesboro mm-hmm. As a freshman With, with no money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And with an afro, an afro. Yeah, yeah I had know. an afro yes. Well, short, short afro The 10th yeah, um, I'm, I'm <laughs> Mini min, fro min, But um Finally, I, I was playing a gig there at Third Lindsay with another guy, and Joe Wooden and Reggie happened to be there. Yeah. And um, they said, Man, you sound good, man. You should come sit in sometime.
2: I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Granted, I've been asking right, a couple man, weeks. I
6: so
3: so, so see, then I, so I
6: sit in, and Reggie, you know, he lets you solo for yeah. 30 minutes. I'm yeah. not even kidding when I say 30.
2: Yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. They yeah.
6: leave the stage. Yeah. And so the next couple of weeks I sat in playing uh, Red um Red Banner. And uh, Raymond Massey was playing around, and so the reputation that the Wooten brothers has—if you go there, that's like career assassination. You know, you play all these child's people, just write you off as that. But for me, I was like, nobody else is calling me, so
3: this is you know, and, and, and
6: I didn't and I didn't know the avenue to get into another thing. It's like mm-hmm. this was like an open invitation. Come all, mm-hmm. you know. Other situations were like almost invitation only type right, of right. like, you know, uh, and, and this, and that's kind of where my head was at too, as far as like, I want to like get stuff out. I want to exercise these chops and whatever. And, uh, this lady came up after a gig one time playing there. she said almost the same thing she said to you, mm-hmm. she said, wow, she was drunk. Uh, she said, Shut wow, you know, I, I didn't know black guys could play drums like that. I knew white guys could, but wow! I just—you're oh, yeah. amazing. Mm. And Joe, Joe's packing down his keyboard, and he just kind of said out of the corner, and he said, "Where do you think drums came from?"
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and,
6: and, and, but, but you know, she she didn't hear it, but but I heard it. and I kind of chuckled because, I, and, and I was more kind of shocked than offended, and it kind of made me chuckle a little bit yeah. in a sense. Because, again, I'm coming from Memphis where a lot of people not black think that Memphis is really racist. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't experience racism in Memphis. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. Uh, and I, I'll put an ellipsis right. Uh but, but, you know, now, now, like, you know, I didn't want to, I also didn't want to be um, as none of us do. You don't want to be Pigeonholed as, nice. as a musician, you want, you, yeah, you don't, you don't want to be mm-hmm. like just like mm-hmm. this is what you do. Like no, 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 I, I, can do more, and and I, and I'm seeing a lot more musicians across the um, race, across uh, the genre, genres, and instruments saying. I can play this. I'm not going to let somebody dictate what I can and can't play. So if you if you play country sessions for a living, but you are a really good bop player, go play bop if you want to. You know what I mean? Like why suppress who you are as a musician? Yeah. Because man, the time jumpers just got a Grammy. Yeah, yeah. Andy Reese isn't a I mean Vince Gill. Don't get it twisted. That dude can bop, man. Mm -hmm. As well as all of those cats. I mean, like Andy, I love playing, you know, jazz with Andy injuries because his quarter note is as big as his table. Um, But all of that said, um, um, you know, we're all out here trying to uh, be a part of the music culture. And now it's up to you to make a decision whether or not you want to just stick with a particular thing or not, mm-hmm. or, or to know right. what just you follow are. Follow where your passion at. is. Follow where your passion is. I, I. It's hard for me to like, just say, I'm just going to do this. It's really, my attention span is too wish, short yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I, I love, I love the energy of, Music mm-hmm. yes. and energy isn't relegated to one genre. No, no, no. it's based on I love playing Latin. I love, I mean, yeah, she's Derek too, man. It's like, and, yeah. and, like you hear Derek play Latin, or you hear him play. With stuff you were doing, David Rogers over the weekend, I was like, "Damn him!" <laughs> I get mad at Derek all the time because he, all like, he plays genres as if that's the only yep. genre that he yeah, plays no, because cool, he yeah. knows it so well.
0: <laughs> and well and I, I, make it makes it easy, you super comfortable. Hey, yeah, hey, I <laughs> to <I wanna>, <laughs> something
2: like before you go because sure. I know you got you got a role here. Mm-hmm. I, I find it fascinating that. Especially early on in this conversation, you guys would bring up stuff that people don't feel comfortable talking about. And immediately your reaction is to laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, is this like a defense mechanism that, I mean, I'm sitting there going, what? <laughs> 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 I mean, like, I mean, why are you laughing?
0: <laughs> I, 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 I mean, like, for me personally, I, I just know what it feels like to get hit on the chin, man. Yeah. And, and 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 I know what it feels like to, to kind of harp on it and rehearse negative mental thoughts, and mm-hmm. it's hard to get through it that way. Yeah. So either you're going to do that, or you're going to laugh about it. Yeah. And keep swinging, Hubert. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't, and I think a lot of people like me don't. We don't understand. We don't know what that feeling is. We don't have that to practice that. Right. What can we do? To I mean, work out. We, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a gym in the basement. I mean, it's, 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 it's,
0: it's man. If you if you just like for me, I'm always trying to sharpen myself wherever I'm weak. You mm-hmm. know. Yes. And 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 it's a we all have relationships that could be better, right. marriages that could be better, right. Right. bills that could be paid on time, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, health issues that could be taken care of better. And if, and, and, and like, do I, I really value my life, so I'm, I'm just trying to push. Take care of them legs. I, 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 I know. I, like, I'm yeah. trying to, I know. I'm trying to push myself to be just 100 across the board. Like, mm-hmm. no one's perfect. You know, some people don't think they have any problems and they got all the problems I in
5: the will. world, You know? Yeah.
2: But or they're expecting somebody else to handle yeah, it right, depending on right. what the current yeah. culture is. Yeah, you, know,
5: you has uh, so gotta be strong, man. Like I mean I, I I think out of all of us I mean I you know, all of us here, we all have good parents, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, open yeah. minded parents. Yeah. Great parents uh, yeah. and they and I think that uh, it's in you know, with Lester even the same thing, who's not here. Uh, we we've talked about this before where it's like, you know, the reason why some of us are doing what we're doing and working in this genre and with Lester being in a, you know, Christian rock band for mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. Uh, and being, you know, different, looking differently, having different backgrounds is that we, we grew up with people that told us that we could do anything we wanted mm-hmm. to do. Exactly. And then yeah. they supported it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, they didn't say, well, that's stupid, you know, or yeah. why would you do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. even, and then once you're here, they're still like, man, it's so good to see you on TV. Like, you know, it's so funny how like something your parents or your friends that you end up having who you know we all are <clears throat> have diverse friends you know, and mm-hmm. we live in Nashville and <clears throat> it's strange to say this but most, of, most probably our friends are not black mm-hmm. uh, you know we have black friends mm-hmm. which makes us not
3: racist <laughs> 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 you, you too well.
2: in my registry. Would <laughs> 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 you
5: But you know, it, it comes to that, man. It ha- it's having a support system. Absolutely. Uh, it's being knowledgeable. You know, uh, I, out of all the guys here, I'm probably the dumbest, and I, I mean, I'm okay with that. Uh, but you know, what I mean, it's, it's having that thing of like having people to keep you know keep you in check mm-hmm. when you have issues, like Mark said. You mm-hmm. want to text... Text yep. your boy, I'm like, hey man, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And then people just give you straight up advice. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know so, what so I mean. Yeah, and then, like and it. you, and you know, and, and the beauty of Nashville, and you know, and some my, my buddies, we did that another podcast where is that we're all here for each other. We all keep each other in check, right? You know what I mean? We, you know, when you're out of line,
3: yeah.
5: You know, a guy will call you out of line, and be like, yeah. dude, Real what tall. are you thinking about? You yeah, know what I mean? And, and at the same time, you can call a guy and get. Advice. I remember I like, mean, Hubert's called me a couple times about, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure why, but you know, he's <laughs> called You know, I talked to Lester about things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I talked all these guys yeah, about, yeah. about stuff, and it's fun that we can all do that. Mm-hmm. We can all talk Absolutely. to each other yeah. and then relate on a certain level, because you know it'll come. You know, it's hard to talk to your buddy about you know. Yes, that's just horrible. You talk, it's hard to talk about to your non-black buddy about something that's something that might be related, rage related mm-hmm. 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 first, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and I'm a big, I'm big on like collecting information, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, like if, so if he comes to me, I'm not saying he has, but if he comes to me about an issue, and we talk about it first, and I, and I'll say to him. Man, cool. then you should go talk to some, you know, talk to Kevin Murphy about it, or talk mm-hmm. to whoever, mm-hmm. and get a different perspective on mm-hmm. it, and then <clears throat> collect your deal before you go deal with the situation. Because right? right, right. sometimes, you because know, sometimes people will give you biased, you know, information, mm-hmm. you know, of yeah. Uh, yeah. thoughts,
2: information. So, or based on what they're experienced. Yeah,
5: And that's all you like, can do. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like it's good to collect different things, let it digest. Yeah. Don't don't be victim even different. if you are. Right. Don't be <laughs> the victim. Right. Look at the whole thing, exactly. and then that's move difficult. forward. Yeah. And I think that's a big reason why we we can all laugh about stuff. Well, and
6: also with the laughing piece, man, it's it's it is a, it is a defense mechanism, but it's also what other choice do you have? I mean, yes. right. it's like, yeah. And seriously, yeah. it's yeah. like you know, it, it, because you you ask like, what can be done when you when you go and you try. As a person of color to try to like address the situation. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, believe it or not, we need you as a person, a Caucasian to listen, not try to be right. Right. Not try to give me your perspective because I live in your perspective. Yeah. Preach. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I live in the perspective that you have. I need you to hear me out and to have Mm -hmm. empathy. Yeah. You're not going to lose anything. By me being right about something You're literally not going to Like if, if I said that this person Treated me this way Or this person was racist Or whatever Even though you can't really Prove racism yeah. Because all somebody has to do Is say No I'm not Or I am <laughs> just Literally yeah, We yeah, see that right. daily uh, But um, Just just Listen You know what I mean? That's good for
0: marriage too, Marcus. Very good for
1: marriage. (laughs) Very good. Some of us have some diversity (laughs) in our very own
2: Hubert, this is a relationship, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is a relationship we have. And we we all are living together, man. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like that. The key to a good marriage is listening and mutual respect. Mm-hmm. And we're all on this planet together, man. And it's about mutual respect and listening yeah. and understanding. Yeah, oh, it's,
5: totally. Yeah, it's man. Cool. I mean, it's I to keep you know. the groove too. It, it, yeah. yeah, listen, listen. It's all a lot. Yeah, you know, that's that's all. You
4: just uh, it just take a little time. You know, what <laughs> I mean, we won't take up much of your time. <laughs> 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 you know, it's gonna be yeah. short and simple. You know, just just give us a little bit. You know, yeah. I've learned. um and having conversations with people, man, you know, and they try to tell me how to be black. And you can't tell me how to be black. <laughs> you can't tell me. Like, you know, it's just like, wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just a little hard for you. And I'm trying to explain that. And I just let them have the floor. And i am wait. I'll wait till you finish, you know. And then I'm like, it don't work like that. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, and then you come at me with certain things. And I'm like, look, man, this is the way I see it. Yeah. I'm not gonna get mad at you. It's nothing you can really do to like to get me to ball up my fist at you because yeah. I know better, right? You know, and when I go home now, I might I might cuss at the wall, right? <laughs> right. But you know, I've learned you can either be bitter or you can be better.
3: Mm, exactly. That's good. It's that's, that's, that's
4: exactly. It's whatever you choose. You can yeah. be mad, and I've seen some cats, and I had to sit them down and be like, "Hey, man, look, mm-hmm. chill." Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it don't work like that. Yeah. You, know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, like you know, see seeing color, like like only color you should be like seeing is like green. Green, <laughs> like, yeah. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you gonna see color, you know, like so, mm-hmm. see green, mm-hmm. and it's out here. So let's just
3: going kind of go get it. Right? <laughs> like, let's,
4: let's, let's, yeah. you know, that's how you have to break it down. Like sometimes yeah. you have to you have to just put it out there. Like you know, I've I've been, I've had like a few people. Um, you know that's that's done stuff way before me. Like, hey man, look, no, this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, no, right, you know, yeah. and just putting it in, you have to. Like, sometimes you just have to like spell it out, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's hard to accept sometimes, right,
3: yeah.
4: But you know, like this is the this is the way we survive. Like, yeah. you know, I would hope if I did something and Marcus Vinny saw me, he'd be like, hey dude, nah,
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: and i would be like you know what, you're right. Mm-hmm. And i you know, in my mind, I already knew what should would have been there.
1: But. <laughs> 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 right? right? Nothing helps us context. Like, oh yeah. Like, she, we, she, she, we, you look back in history, like, even in my own family, like, my parents grew up my family, my dad's family grew up in rural Arkansas. My dad had to share underwear with his sisters. Wow, wow! Like, yeah. like he lived through, like he went to school you. with kids that were part of the Little Rock Nine. They went to the same wow. high school, oh, and then when they when they integrated Central, he knew some of those kids firsthand. Wow. Yeah. So we heard daily experiences. So that's perspective. So if someone, you know, it's all I'm saying. Like if someone calls me a nigger, I'm thinking, yeah, that's offensive, but. I didn't go through that. And I'm a better person because someone else went With through that. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna be more evolved and more accepted because that person it's all based That's off of ignorance. Yeah. Totally. They're being ignorant. So like, and they don't gain anything by calling any you a name, right. if you don't gain anything or lose yeah. anything, you yeah. know, it,
6: it'll sting because of historical lineage. Right. You yeah. know, because it's like you're offending my family. Right. But right. at the same time it's like why did you say that? Yeah. And what did you gain from it? How yeah, that? Yeah, what did you, you gain? gain yeah, that? how
1: does that make you feel? What do you have? Yeah. But in that context with Keo, it's just like, she doesn't, know, she doesn't know what she doesn't know. Right. It's purely ignorance. Like yeah. that's, that's conditioning. That's a whole, and that's just, she needs to evolve in her own way and yeah. hopefully yeah. she'll be yeah. and, and, not be, not and hopefully everybody gets there at the same not, time. Right, exactly. Oh. And hopefully by me and Keo, that was part of the process. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, perfect. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Dad, we have a kid together. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God. So there you go. My conversation from 2017 with the black drummers of Nashville roundtable. I want to thank Keo Stroud for helping me to organize and inspire us to put together this round table. Uh, it was inspiring and I hope it inspires all of you. Uh, I want to share one story about myself. Uh, if you've gotten this far in the podcast and you're still listening, then maybe you'll stick around for this uh, story and I'll make it as brief as possible. I was working a gig downtown Nashville and I was done with the gig. I was going to walk to my car and drive it around, pick up my gear and drive home as opposed to try and lug my gear To my car so I walked to my car got in my car and was leaving the uh, parking garage and I noticed at a stoplight that one of my headlights was out and this is the day before my birthday when my driver's license was going to expire I also noticed there was a police officer behind me as soon as the light turned green his lights went on and he pulled me over And, of course, he said, hey, do you know your headlight's out? I said, oh, uh, oh, yeah, I noticed that just as I left the parking garage. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Can I have your license and see your registration? Sure. Handed him him my license. He went back to the car. I knew it was going to expire the next day. I had not taken the time to renew it. But when he came back with my driver's license, he said, hey, do you know uh, it expires tomorrow? And, of course, I acted like, you know, I didn't know what he was talking about, and I thought, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Tomorrow's my birthday. That makes sense. And he said, Yeah, you're still in compliant. Uh, you'll be in compliant for the next 24 hours. Just just make sure you get that fix and uh, get that headlight fixed too. Oh, thanks, man. Okay. And off I went. Great. No big deal. Went to the club, picked up my gear, put it in my car, and was heading to the highway to head home. I hadn't left the club more than... Just a half a mile away, I got pulled over again by a different cop. And he came up to me, and I was so frustrated, and I'm normally as polite. I tell my sons, be polite, you know, respectful. I just was not in the mood, and I just felt like being a smartass. And when the cop came up to me, I said, yeah, yeah, I know. My headlight's out, and guess what? My license is going to expire tomorrow tomorrow. Look, all my paperwork's sitting here on the front uh, passenger seat. I just got pulled over by another guy just like five minutes ago. The cop looked at me and he said, Oh, okay, well, have a good night. See ya. And that was it. And I drove away and it didn't take me two seconds to realize, Holy shit, that could have been a lot worse if I wasn't who I was. I, I, it just, it just, it, I don't know, I, I, words fail me to describe that feeling of just understanding and, and, and this situation personifying what white privilege is to me and my sons and our family. And I'll never forget that experience. And that's a good experience. I mean, but um, that's my personal experience. In our show notes, we are going to include uh, different organizations that you can donate or seek out information. In the show notes, you'll see links to other podcasts that I recommend checking out our friend Nick Ruffini over at Drummer's Resource has a couple episodes, uh, episode 568 and 569 with Daniel Glass. Uh, Daniel Glass calls this Black Sounds Matter, part one and part two. Daniel shares how his assumptions about race have been shaken by recent Black Lives Matter protests and reflects on how we as musicians can do better in confronting racism and inequality. I'm also honored to share with you another podcast. I encourage you to check out It is the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, number 387, and his guest is Makad Brooks. My son, Isaac, suggested this episode to us, and it is amazing. Uh, Duncan Trussell is a little over the top, but if uh, you get to the seven-minute mark, that's when the interview happens, and the conversation is is mind-blowing, and I really encourage you to check that out with his guest Makad Brooks. Next week, it will be me again. I will be hosting the podcast, and uh, our guest will be fabulous a New York drummer, originally from Columbus, Ohio, my hometown, Peter Retzloff. For now, stay safe, be well, be kind, and hope to see you all soon. Bye-bye.